prom time. It's prom time. It's prom time. Prime time. It's prime time. Prime time power show. You're listening to the Primetime Power Show live. What's your favorite show? Primetime Power Show. Amen. You heard him live. So there's no better show than the Primetime Power Show, man. I listen to it almost every day. The Primetime Power Show. She's your friend, Pat Japan. Celebration. Yeah.
and good evening. Welcome to the Primetime Power Show. We are live on Primetime Power Radio, featured on the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Cloud Radio apps. Also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com, as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. If you have a device with Alexa or Google Assistant, you can simply say, play Primetime Power Radio from TuneIn. You'll be able to hear the broadcast as well. We offer a radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs, and we have arrived at show number 346 of the Primetime Power Show. And guess what? This is our seventh year anniversary show of the primetime power show we got started way back in 2014 and we're excited to be live right here on primetime power radio tonight we want to give thanks to our supporter the o insurance group llc they offer great services for all your health and life insurance needs give the o insurance group a call at 844-585-8436 the number once again is 844-585-8436 or you can check out their website get all the details information o insurance also want to thank our sponsor tonight mayworks working for your success for professional websites, computer assistance, small business support, and more, check out Mayworks by visiting their website at mayworks.com to get all the information in regards to their services. If you're ready to be served, you can give them a call at 484-466-5460. Once again, that's 484-466-5460. By the way, I'm Derek May, along with Tiffany Joyner, Dr. Christina Williams, and Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. The full team tonight will be live on the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to start things a little different differently tonight we're going to have the segment uplift today but instead of the words of encouragement i thought it would be fitting because it's our seventh year anniversary i'm going to talk about the history of the primetime power show that's what's coming up on the first segment of the primetime power show coming up in our second segment of the evening with tiffany joiner the coaching companion topic tonight is where you at 2021 goes that's the topic for our second segment tiffany joining the coaching companion our third segment of the evening with dr christina williams from woman's perspective the topic tonight is the post vacation blues want to talk about after you had some time to relax and have some fun as summer is winding down and we're quickly approaching the fall season and then our final segment of the evening with reverend dr Leroy pendleton the place of decision the topic tonight is a heart that longs for god also what we're going to do tonight we're going to check in with each and every radio host and we're going to talk about their prime time power show hosting experience when they came on board going to ask each and every host to just share just briefly to talk about the prime time power show experience so hey that's what's coming up on the prime time power show right here live on prime time power radio once again you can check us out a number of different ways tune in radio line radio deck and cloud radio apps all four apps are streaming Primetime Power Radio. Please add us as a favorite. Keep us locked in as well. Also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. So what we're going to do at this time, we're going to take a break on the Primetime Power Show. On the other side, I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about the history of the Primetime Power Show. That's what's coming up right here live on the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio. Primetime Power Show Live. Prime Time Power Show. Prime Time Power Show, baby. Prime Time Power Show. That's right. Radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. It's the Prime Time Power Show on Prime Time Power Radio. You're locked in to the 
Power Show. Are you looking for technology support that can assist you with your web, computer, and business needs? MateWorks provides professional solutions that can help you with whatever need that you have. With a wealth of experience and technical know-how, rest assured that MateWorks can deliver on fulfilling your requirements. Learn more about MateWorks by going to their website at MateWorks.com. MateWorks is also available on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So give us a call today at 484-466-5460. Once again, that's 484-466-5460 if you would like to discuss service options or if you are ready to start today. MateWorks, working for your success since 2000. Now listening to Primetime Power Radio, radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. The Primetime Power Show can be heard on many different platforms via podcasts such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and many platforms that support the podcast feature. Just search for Primetime Power Show, add us as a favorite, and you'll receive a notification each and every time that the Primetime Power Show adds new content via podcast. So check out the Primetime Power Show via podcast today. Are you looking for an opportunity to add your podcast, media, or radio show to Primetime Power Radio? We offer slot times to broadcast your content live on our radio station. Primetime Power Radio is available as a radio station on the TuneIn Radio app and also streams on PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Get heard by your audience and establish a presence on the radio. Just go to PrimetimePowerRadio.com and click on the Join Primetime Power Radio link to learn more. Broadcast was in you today. Insurance Group LLC specializes in health and life insurance services that cater to meeting your needs. The O Insurance Group LLC specializes in health insurance assistance such as Medicare education, medical advantage plans, Medicare supplement plans, prescription drug plans, dental vision, group health insurance, and the Affordable Care Act. The O Insurance Group LLC also specializes in life insurance assistance such as final expense, term life, whole life, universal life, and variable universal. Interested in getting the help you need now? For more information, call Sharita Odoms at 1-844-585-THEO or 1-844-585-8436. The O Insurance Group LLC, health and life insurance done with you in mind as we change one life, one day at a time. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. Featured on the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Cloud Radio apps. Just search for Primetime Power Radio. Add us as a favor. We definitely would appreciate that. We're also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. And if you have a device that has Alexa or Google Assistant, you can simply say, play Primetime Power Radio from TuneIn, and you'll be able to hear the broadcast tonight. want to thank you for being a part of the broadcast, our seventh year anniversary, show 346. And I thought 
it would be fitting tonight for the segment Uplift today to talk about the history of the Primetime Power Show. We've been around for quite some time and we're very proud of the accomplishments that we had throughout the years. So I thought it would be fitting. I thought it would be ideal for this night to kind to give the history of the Primetime Power Show. Maybe some of you out there may not be aware of who we are and this will give a little bit more detail of our origins and where we are in the current state as well. So the Primetime Power Show aired this first show at Spiritual Vibe Radio on September 7th, 2014. The show started with radio personality myself, Derek May, Paul Urquig Moore, and Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. And the team was presented with an opportunity way back in April 2014 to have a radio slot on Spiritual Vibe Radio, which at the time it was located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 4th and South Street in the United States. And after months and months of planning and organizing and trying to get a format together in regards to get it established, and even right before we did our first show, we did a mock trial right at my house. That was an opportunity for us to feel a little bit more secure, feel like we were were more ready for the new task, for the new endeavor that we were going to uh, go upon in relation to the Primetime Power Show. We wanted to make sure that we kind of looked like we knew what we were doing. So the team ventured into this new arena of not just radio. It was actually live radio. So this was not pre-recorded. So right out the gate, we were going to be live for our first official show of the Primetime Power Show. But one of the beauties about this opportunity is that it opened that inviting door for us to be able to have a chance to share a range of quality content. And it was all intended, as we often say in our slogan, to uplift, inspire, encourage, and inform. So the segments originally offered at that time back in 2014 was Uplift Today, hosted by myself, Derek May, What You Need to Know, Paul Earthquake Moore, and Shekel Ministries at the time with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. Now the segment is called The Place of Decision. And the whole purpose of the show, it was to provide spiritual and inspirational community and just real topics and discussions through our segments hosted by each radio personality. We also invited special guests all the time in relation to talking about what they were going on in their lives, whether they had um, an organization, whether they have a business or anything that was relevant to our audience. We were always willing and open and receptive to have guests on our show to have that dialogue. And throughout the years, we had some wonderful discussions and we met a lot of great and a lot of awesome people. So each member of us, we were dedicated to fulfill the vision that we had for each of our segments. And we wanted to deliver a professional, authentic experience the best way that we could. So we pride ourselves in really making sure that we had our content that was, first of all, original. It was only going to come from the Primetime Power Show. But we wanted to make sure that whatever we presented to our audience, that we wanted to let them know by the end of the show that they got something from it. So one of the things that we did as well during that time, we uh, launched our official show website, primetimepowershow.com. That was published prior to the show launch. And we used that as a vehicle at the time to really help us to provide information about our show so people can figure out and know who we are. Also, we used it as a marketing tool as well for the radio show. And then at the time, we used social media. Um, I think it was only like Facebook and Twitter. They were the top two social media platforms at the time. So we took advantage of those related platforms and we used it as a useful tool so that we can create some visibility and exposure to the primetime 
Tom Power Show. So as time went on, our friends and listeners were always supportive in regards to what we were doing. And whenever we shared our content, they were quick to like it or they, they would they would share with others as well. And we really appreciate that because that was very important because it really helped us with our branding and that we can eventually establish some form of recognition. So the live radio show, it aired weekly and originally it was on Sunday night, not on Thursday nights like we're here now. And we always started from 7 p.m. and then we ended on 9 p.m. Eastern time. So right from the beginning for quite some time, we actually had the Primetime Power Show live on Sunday nights. So it the Primetime Power Show, while we were on Spiritual Vibe Radio, we quickly became one of the higher rated shows on that particular radio station. We were proud of that. When we learned about some statistics, we were told that. So we knew what we were doing. It was actually working. It was a formula that was effective and we were very proud of that and we aired 40 shows on spiritual vibe radio so after 40 shows what happened is uh, the team was informed by management that spiritual vibe radio was actually closing the studio doors and we would no longer be able to provide us a radio slot for the show so we were informed about that the thing about this is that we didn't find out to a day before so saturday we were informed that Spiritual Vibe Radio was closing their doors. We wouldn't be able to do any shows on their radio station. So I'll never forget that because when we when I received that call, it was Saturday morning and we had already advertised our show for Sunday night throughout the week. So that obviously brought on a big issue. Not only not having a platform to broadcast our show anymore, but now we, it was a sudden need. It arose that called on an immediate answer that we had to find a solution for. So this rapid change that affected the future of the show. So at that moment, honestly, we didn't know if we were going to be able to continue or not. It almost felt like 40 shows in and that was going to be the conclusion of the primetime power show. So the same day we, we received the news and, you know, it was not good, obviously. And once I got the communication, I reached out to the team. I reached out to Quake. I reached out to Pastor Penn and informed them of the news that I received in regards to the closing. So all of us were surprised, obviously, because we were pretty much gaining some good experience. But at this point, we were pretty comfortable in regards to delivering the show every week. But we quickly decided after talking a bit that we wanted to somehow, some way, still go on and find a way to continue to broadcast the show. So after conversations with the team, uh, what happened after that is that I took the initiative to figure out how we can continue with a show that had gained momentum, that started to see a following, and we believe that people who listen really enjoyed the content that we shared. Now the thing about the funny thing about this is that when we did our first show, before I continue on, is that midway through our first show, I think after my segment, the original producer who was there to help us with the radio show, he actually left us and he put it in our hands to produce the rest of the show. So that's the story how I actually became the producer on the fly. It was never my original intention to be the producer. I just wanted to be a radio personality. I wanted to share Uplift Today and what I had that God had given me to give to the people. And that was supposed to be what my role was. But after show number one, like in the midst of it, I kind of became the producer the primetime power show so it was obvious that i had to figure things out in relation to continuing on with the primetime power show so we had to figure out a way so one of the things that i recognized that day um knowing that we didn't have a platform anymore that we could broadcast on but we did have primetimepowershow.com we had the website we had it in place and after doing some research and i'm i remember i spent hours and hours and hours that day and i don't think i ate any lunch or dinner i remember just being on my computer being on the internet trying to find as much information details i can to figure out a way like how are we going to 
be able to still broadcast the primetime power show. So after doing a lot of research and I had support from the team, we decided to say, hey, you know what? Other stations are streaming their radio stations. How about we stream as well on our own website, primetimepowershow.com. So once I decided that was the new platform, the new place we were going to stream the show, um, I started researching, as I mentioned, and finding out how to do this and what we needed for that. So it took a whole lot of configurations. It took a whole lot of trial and error. It took a, a lot of learning just some new things that I wasn't even familiar with at the time. And just having a general understanding of how a stream can be integrated in the website and doing a lot of testing as well. But all in all, the effort paid off and it paid off really, really late at that night. So I was excited about it. I was happy about it because I figured out a solution. I figured out a way that we can continue on with the primetime power show and the beauty in this uh sudden shift is that i already had the equipment on hand as i was dabbling i already had things like mics in the mixer headphones obviously i had internet access and i had plenty of computers because that was always my interest and i always been in it etc so i had all the equipment so i had a lot of stuff in place already so that made it easier for us to be able to set up a studio at my home to be able to still produce the prime time power show so there was some miscellaneous things I had to do. I had to run out and get some cables to complete the studio setup to make sure that we had everything that we needed. So after a long day and long night, as I mentioned, trying to figure things out, getting the setup to work and, and the related services that we need to put in place so we can actually stream our audio on primetimepowershow.com, we were able to get it done. I was able to test it. I let the team know that we're good to go tomorrow, you know, just meet at my house. We're still going to do it Sunday night, 7 p.m. Now, the other thing we had to quickly do was re-advertise our upcoming show because remember, a lot of it was based upon Spiritual Vibe Radio. We're going to be at the studio. So now I had to revamp all of our advertising and put now we're streaming on primetimepowershow.com and really let our audience know that instead of going there, which is not doesn't exist anymore, Go to primetimepowershow.com and you'll be able to hear the broadcast as well. And also at the time, uh, we were also utilizing Mixcloud to put our recorded shows on that related platform as well. But we really wanted to make sure that people were able to check out the live experience as well. So doing that, you know, making sure all our social medias are updated. Now, also at the time, think about it, we had to really update our website as well. So this was a lot of work involved. We setting up the stream, putting that in place, embedding that in a related homepage, also trying to change a lot of the, the verbiage that we had on the site as well, and also sending out the communication so people will be informed and be aware so they won't go to the wrong place. So all these things had to take place, but we were able Sunday night to be able to do show number 41 of the Primetime Power Show. And the thing about it is it was so much work and it felt like I didn't have enough time, but everything went great. It, it was like we were at the old studio Actually, the sound quality of the show was even better than it was before. So it benefited us. But now we realized that we had our own platform and we had our own show. So we had more control of the total aspect of the primetime power show experience. So as time went on, you know, I looked into extending our range as far as gaining more listeners streaming on primetimepowershow.com. People were able to transition. We did have people from time to time that we had to give some instructions like, Hey, this is where you go. You know, some people think radio sometimes automatically is going to be on the FM dial. So we had to let them know, no, we're streaming on our radio show right now. So this is where you can check out the show. So I found that it was a need that we had to expand our options 
looking for ways to be able to make it a little bit more easier for people to check out the primetime power show so at the time tune in was a very popular radio app it still is right now so i reached out to tune in because they offer the ability to stream radio content on their radio app it would be an easy simple download from the related app stores on anyone's smartphone or tablet and also they have a uh, online presence that you can check out on your laptop computer as well but the thing about it was that when I originally submitted our show to TuneIn, they gave me feedback. They rejected it because they said in order to stream content, it had to be on 24-7, 365 for us to do so. So obviously with that dilemma, I was thinking of a way to be able to get our show on TuneIn Radio as a popular radio app. I knew it would expand our listenership. So what happened was because I knew that we had to have streaming content 247365 the birth of primetime power radio became so because of the requirements of tune in so what happened is that uh, we were able to play inspirational music and run commercials while our show was not running, but we had an active radio station streaming 24-7-365. So primetimepowerradio.com was also created, another website, and it offered another outlet to allow our listeners to be able to stream our show. And that later became so starting at show number 175. So that was way back in January 2018. So now we have multiple outlets now. Now, not only were we streaming on primetimepowershow.com, but we were also streaming on primetimepowerradio.com. And also we were streaming now on the TuneIn Radio app and you can download it now and you'll be able to check us out. Just look for Primetime Power Radio. So now the great thing about this was that Primetime Power Radio was now an official radio station. You would be able to easily find it. As soon as you click play, you would hear either our, our show or you'll hear inspirational music etc and it was a great thing for us because it really began to boost our listenership and as time went on we've been added to other platforms such as radio line radio deck cloud radio and even listenonlineradio.com and there's other sites as well that are streaming primetime power radio so what began as something as spiritual by radio at another radio station, it quickly became an entity of our own. We also took advantage of podcasts, and that has that's been extremely popular, especially nowadays. But we begin to add some of our content as well. And all of those things really help us to get the necessary exposure we need to build the audiences up. So fast forwarding from January 2018 to May 2018, the Primetime Power Show changed its airtime from Sunday 7 p.m., Eastern time to now Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time, which we still do right now. So we made that change and we made that adjustment and we did the normal things as well. We communicated that as well. So that was a shift that took place. Now, later in the year, fast forwarding to October 25th, 2018, the Primetime Power Show, we added a new radio personality, none other than Dr. Christina Williams. She debuted her show, show 214 with the segment from a woman's perspective. And Christina was a previous guest of the Primetime Power Show several times. She would call in, particularly on the segment, What You Need to Know with Paul Urquick Moore. And they will always have some great dialogue and she will always be very informative and added valuable content to our show. So she was a regular guest of the Primetime Power Show. So obviously that was a really good fit for us because we knew what she was going to bring. We knew what she was going to offer. And she was already a friend of the show. So the new addition, Christina, uh, she messed very well with the team and all of us had quickly bonded. And it began to really deliver some great chemistry. And it was really showcased in our shows especially when we had opportunities to really sound off on specific topics or current events 
all of us really was able to feed off each other extremely well. Some of our uh, greatest shows came from those open topic discussions as well. So that increased our team at that time to four radio hosts. So as 2020 came about, obviously we know what happened in 2020. A lot of changes took place to not only us, but to everyone with the coronavirus causing a lot of life shifts, a lot of changes that we had to make in regards to what we do and how we live. Our show had to convert to a remote setup. Um, hosts now had to call in to the show to share their specific uh, segments. And we no longer were in the studio. We, we didn't have that direct uh, contact, in-person contact. Except me as the producer, I'm still in that role because of what we have to do in regards to making the show work. So fortunately, we were able to continue the show. We didn't have any disruptions. It just seems like anytime we had some type of obstacle, some type of hurdle, we were able to persevere. We were able to continue to move on. And that's one of the things I'm particularly very, very proud of and having a great team that's committed that's dedicated that's willing to do what it takes to keep this operation functional it's a wonderful thing to have and kudos to my team but you'll hear from them a little later tonight and you know honestly the adjustment it was a challenge but our team was already dedicated to the show and they made the change very smooth and they were always ready to deliver on the show but one of the uh, saddest days for our team was this year in january 2021 when we received the news that our, our longtime friend and fellow radio host, Paul Earthquake Moore, of the segment What You Need to Know, he passed away after a long and mighty battle with cancer. And, you know, Earthquake was known as the people champ in the southwest Philadelphia community and beyond. And not only was he a professional fighter at one point, and he's done many things. He was an activist, a reverend as well. But he fought hard and he fought strong in his last days as well. And we all had the opportunity to be in the midst of his company. And I recall him wanting to still do his segment even in times when he was not at his best health wise i used to try to sit him down and he still wanted to you know be a part of the show he still wanted to produce his segment and you know he was just an awesome man and he just had so much dedication and love for the show and that was something that always illuminated it was very obvious and earthquake was a guy he had a very high octane energy he was all, always humorous he, he was very sincere especially in regards to the community and he just was an all-around great guy he had a great feel-good attitude and he was a tremendous influence and asset to the primetime power show and especially in the beginning to make the primetime power show so and what it was supposed to be so his presence to this day is greatly missed and we uh, remembered him, uh, show number 315 of the Primetime Power Show at Broadcast, January 21st, 2021. Uh, we have it available on our website, also on YouTube if you look it up. Uh, and it was dedicated totally to the man himself, Paul Earthquake Moore. And we just shared some great moments that he offered to the show. And we wanted to extend as much love and appreciation that we truly have for him. And Earthquake will forever be a member of the Primetime Power Show team because he's one of the founders of the show. And as I mentioned, we do greatly miss him. So later on, uh, we journeyed on, we continued with the show, and we did have a conversation about moving forward with the show. And all of us were still committed to the Primetime Power Show. And after some time went by, uh, the Primetime Power Show team, we actually started a search to fill the, the radio host position that was now available. And after receiving a, a surprising number of inquiries, I, I, I received a lot of inquiries. I was kind of surprised by it, um, how much interest it was for people um, interested in being a radio host. But the team was eventually able to meet and agree on bringing on Tiffany Joyner, our newest addition to the Primetime Power Show. And Tiffany debuted her segment, The Coaching Companion, on May 20th, 2021. And Tiffany has quickly implemented herself 
well her presence and she offers great topics on a weekly basis for us to really think about and she's also very transparent and she shares her own personal experiences as well that we can all can relate to so she's been an awesome addition to the primetime power show but thinking back on 2014 you know, I'm very grateful to where we are today. We started with a format centered around providing content that would be a benefit, that would be a blessing to others. And it has really been the springboard for where we are right now. And we came with a purpose to really make sure that it's not about us, but to serve others. And we're not looking for any fame or anything like that. But we wanted to offer what was God given to us that was in our hearts. And we wanted to give that out to the world. And I believe that particular formula it's always been the catalyst of why we still exist right here today and September 9th, 2021. And we hope that throughout the years, our radio show offered you something that made you a better person, that made you think about some things that maybe you didn't think about before. And we really hope that it was worth your time and that you gave us the listenership. And we really appreciate that. So as we continue the journey on, because we're still going forth and all of us, and, and we ask that you continue to ride along with us like you've already been doing. We greatly appreciate that, and we're, we're very thankful for that. And, and we just look forward to getting to those greater destinations that we're destined to be at. So we want to thank you all tonight for your listenership. We want to thank you for your support. We want to thank the advertisers. I want to thank all of those that believed in us and that just was with us throughout the step. And it don't matter where you uh, got on the train at, whether it was the beginning, the middle, or even towards the current day, we truly value you. So we are the Primetime Power Show. I'm Derek May, Tiffany Joyner, Dr. Christina Williams, and Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. And it says to me, the results of team and the power of unity is the Primetime Power Show. So I just wanted to share that. I hope uh, people out there got a better idea, a better snapshot of who we are. And I love our history. I love our beginnings. I even love the trials and, and, and the things that we had to deal with. And, but, we, but as you can see in the theme of what I talked about tonight, that we were always able to overcome and that we were always able to conquer. And we thank God for that. So I'm going to take a break right now on the Primetime Power Show. That's going to do it for me. I'm Derek May. On the other side, we're going to have our next segment of the evening, the coaching campaign with Tiffany Joyner. We're going to check in with Tiffany, talk to her briefly about her Primetime Power Show experience, and then she's going to share her segment tonight. We're going to take a break right now on the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. We'll be right back in a few moments. The Primetime Power Show has advertising opportunities for your business or organization. We offer radio audio commercials, image text, and audio advertising on our website and on our social media pages. Live personality endorsements as well, and much, much more. Learn more about our advertising options on our website at primetimepowershow.com slash advertise. Or you can email us a request for an advertising packet by sending it to advertise at primetimepowershow.com. Hey, be a part of the Primetime Power Show team and advertise with us. Power Show is an online radio show that is broadcast weekly on Primetime Power Radio. Streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com, PrimetimePowerRadio.com, the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Cloud Radio apps, and posted on other online media outlets that support podcasts and on Mixcloud. The views and opinions expressed by the different radio hosts and guests that we broadcast are not necessarily views or opinions of the Primetime Power Show, although we allow the freedom of speech in sharing views and opinions. We are an internet and online media only radio show. Therefore, we are not governed by the FCC or any other agencies, so 
we're able to play music and discuss topics of our choosing. We respect and execute our programming accordingly and be mindful of others as our purpose is to uplift, inspire, encourage, and inform. Please contact the Primetime Power Show via email at feedback at primetimepowershow.com or complete our contact form on primetimepowershow.com with any questions that you may have. Visit our official show website, primetimepowershow.com, for information about our show. Thank you for your understanding and support. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. At this time, we're going to transition to Tiffany in regards to her segment, The Coaching Companion. Tiffany, before you get started, I just wanted to take a moment, take an opportunity to kind of ask you if you could briefly talk about your Primetime Power Show experience from the beginning when you inquired in regards to the position and even now where you are today. If you could just share just a few things with our audience tonight. Well, um, it's, it's interesting you asked me that because um. When you told me the date that I started, it seems like I've always, I wouldn't say always, but it seems like it's been longer. And that's not in a a sense where it's been like draining or anything like that. It's just, it just seems like um, I've been here for a while and I've sort of grown into the format with the show. Um, I I remember that when I had first applied and I had expressed an interest and I knew there was probably going to be a great number of people applying because I believe it was on Facebook. Yes. And um, yes. And um, I had seen it. I said, oh my goodness, I'm probably just one person out of how many thousand applying for this. But um, I'd always wanted to go into broadcast radio from a child. But when I went to college, I just, I just really couldn't make it fit. It just wasn't a good fit for me then. And so I said, you know, I'm older now. Let me give this another try. So when we went through the process and we interviewed and I got to meet everyone, I said, I fit here. This is where I should be. And if they take me, I'm going to take it. And when you guys did, it just seemed like I just kind of fell into place for me. Um, Just, you know, everyone was so kind and open. And I, I just hope one day that we're able to work together in a studio face to face again, because I think even then we'll gel even more so. Absolutely. And we're happy to have you. And <laughs> once again, you. as I said back in May, uh, welcome to the team. And you've been a great addition. So thank you so much, thank Tiffany. You. At this time, I- I'll let you begin your segment. Sure. So good evening, everyone. So what we're going to be looking at tonight is where you're at, your 2021 goals. So when we look at 2021, we're going to look at it and say, okay, the year is more than halfway completed. Where are you at with the goals or intentions that you set set for yourself this year? And I guess the first question you want to ask yourself is, have you said any? Because some people don't really believe in setting They call them resolutions, and I try to stray away from that word. I say goals or intentions, but I know a lot of people don't set them because they feel on some level that if they don't commit or achieve them, then they're letting themselves down. So I've just reworded it a bit, changed it to goals or intentions because I believe there's more flexibility with that. So um, I know for many, um, setting a goal for 2021, uh, for many, 
It was to learn from 2020 and to take inventory of their lives and not to take anyone or anything for granted, considering the lives that were lost, um, households that were financially disrupted due to job loss with COVID, um, a lot of racial turmoil and political upset that seemed to just be ongoing. So um, a lot of people I feel were taking inventory of those things, um, not taking anyone or anything for granted. For me, I decided that I needed to set more distinct goals. Um, um, this year in particular, I wanted to um, set more more, more defined goals that would allow me to see my purpose and what I am here for. So the first goal, um, I really wanted to make a commitment to my health. And that involved two things specifically. Um, it involved exercise and diet. So when I say exercise, just committing to daily movement, um, whether that be walking, weight training. Um, I invested in an elliptical. I bought a used one from Facebook. Um, and it's really um, served me well. When I initially bought it, I thought, oh my goodness, this is just going to be something to hang my clothes on. I know a lot of people buy exercise equipment, and then it just becomes a place to set books or clothes, um, but that wasn't the case for me, and I'm, I'm really proud of myself for that. I was committing to not having another sedentary year like 2020. I sat in the house. I didn't do a whole lot, just like everyone else, and um, the good thing is that I didn't gain any weight, which I'm most thankful for, um, but I knew the potential was there. So again, I had to set myself up to moving more. The second thing I mentioned within that health goal was my diet. And not so much in a restrictive sense, because uh, I found that diets per se don't work for me. Um, I'll commit to them for a time, fall off, and as a result, all the weight that was lost, it eventually returns. It's very frustrating and defeating feeling. But a colleague of mine suggested um, intermittent fasting. Uh, it's a lifestyle that I adopted in March 2020, and I am still successfully implementing in my life today. It has really helped me develop a discipline as well as a healthier approach to food and my quantity portion control. And it's nice because it gives me a window of time in which to eat and then to fast. Um, and it has proven to be the most successful regimen for me personally in losing and maintaining my weight. So, for example, with intermittent fasting, um, I'm on an 18-16 regimen, which means for 18 hours, I'm fasting. There's no eating. I can drink water or unsweetened tea. That's it. Um, but then I have a six-hour window, the sixth portion of where I can, what I of where I can indulge and eat. And in that time, you just make a commitment not to eat um, like a lot of junk. You're eating healthier foods. You're making healthier choices. And after that six hour window is over, then you resort back to revert back to the 18 hour fasting. And again, like I said, it has really worked well for me. Um, and then I implement exercise with that as well. So my second goal of the year um, was committed to my writing practice. I told myself in January 2021 that this year I was going to commit um, more so to working on my blog monthly because in 2020 I would stagger like I would write in March and then I wouldn't write again until maybe May and then I would skip a couple of months. It was inconsistent. So I told myself in 2021 this year I'm going to commit to a writing practice once a month on my business website. And although there hasn't been a whole lot of traffic, um, there has been some. And it's more so than last year 
because people are seeing that I'm consistently doing it every month at the end of the month. They can, they know that if they go to my website, um, that they will see a blog there. Um, so that, that's something that I was really, um, that I'm really proud of myself for working through. And, you know, I still have a few more months, but, um, I set myself up every month for something that I can talk about, or I reflect on my, the month that, you know, I've gone through and pull that as a piece in which to write from. Um, and then the second thing was within my writing practice was um, just working through my children's book and, you know, doing vending events, getting the word out there of what I'm doing. And it's been such a rewarding experience in so many ways. Um, yet as the year winds down, my body is also doing the same thing. And I'm learning that, okay, there has to be a balance here with promotion of the book and the vending events and just, you know, you know, toward the end of the year now, just deciding or being more selective on which events that I'm deciding to attend. Because um, as I mentioned, my body is starting to feel the um, strains of doing so much outing to so many outings and the vending and the promotion, it really takes its toll as much as I love it, as much as I enjoy, I'm sharing my creative work with others there needs to be a definite balance there. So finally, my question is, what happens if you've not met the goals you have set out to achieve? And when we come back from break, I want to discuss some ways of handling that. How do you deal with that? What do you do? And we'll be right back on the Primetime Power Show live on Primetime Power Radio. You are now listening to the Primetime Power Show featured on the TuneIn, RadioLine, and Radio Deck apps. Also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com and PrimetimePowerRadio.com featuring talk, inspirational music, and more right here on Primetime Power Radio. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to resume with the segment, The Coaching Companion with Tiffany Joyner. Hello, welcome back. So when I left, the question I asked was, what happens if you've not met the goals you have set out to achieve? Well, I, I advise everyone to do this, this one thing, and this thing will really um, be instrumental in helping you understand what may have happened. So the first thing and the main thing is analyze what happened, like what life changes occurred, what happened in your life to prevent you from achieving those goals, analyze what happened, um, what changes can you make at this point? Is there anything that you can put in place to change that predicament? And is there a possibility with the time left in the year to achieve it um, based on, okay, we're in September, we have a few more months left. What can you put in place? Is, it, is there still a possibility of you achieving that goal? So some solutions. The first one and the main one is don't be too hard on yourself. Life is a challenge. We all have things and people that often prevent us from moving forward at times, whether it be intentional or unintentional. People get sick that we might have to care for, um, financial hardship, 
um, things, things of this nature. Uh, again, life is a challenge and things happen. People in our lives go through changes. And oftentimes we may have to step in to assist, which in turn prevents us from moving forward to what we may have had in place or the plans that we had set out to achieve. And also, we all have as well internal battles and issues that may be a hindrance or an obstacle in walking towards the goal that we have in place. Um, some of us deal with issues of insecurity or just uh, maybe depression. Again, these are internal battles and issues that serve as a hindrance in, you know, in making their way into our lives and preventing us from achieving those goals. The second solution um, is to pray and to meditate. Take time at this start of the start and the end of your day to connect with God. Um, look to him for guidance and wisdom concerning the plans for your life. Take that time to pray, to talk with him, um, build that relationship with him. Um, because through that relationship with him, again, he will give us wisdom. If we ask him for it, the word says that if we look to him for wisdom, he will give that to us. So again, looking to him for wisdom and guidance concerning the plans for our lives. The third thing in a solution um, if you haven't met the goals that you set out to achieve, is accountability. Um, seeking a trusting friend or family member that you can share your goals and intentions with and making sure that you follow through and adhere to your word. And maybe you can help each other. Maybe they have goals and they can come to you to be held accountable. And you can help one another with the goals that you have put in place. And the fourth and final one in um, meeting your goals is taking that quiet time, which is similar to the prayer and meditation, but taking that quiet time to reflect and to journal, which is also very helpful. Taking that time in your day to sit quietly, reflecting, journaling, um, writing down your daily and weekly achieving um, points toward your goal. And these can give you insights into your habits of how you are moving toward your goal, writing things down, keeping a track, keeping a written track of what you're doing and the path that you're taking. So then you can go back and look on that and see, hey, hmm, that, that wasn't really helpful. Maybe I can change this or tweak this or move in this direction, writing things down. Again, they're like a written, um, a written note to yourself so that you can look back and reflect upon at a later date. So again, those are some of the things that um, I wanted to talk about in terms of goals for 2021, where you're at um, and how you can move forward, some solutions you can put in place. And Derek, I'm going to shift it to you a bit. Um, do you set goals? I'm not going to get too personal and ask what they are, but do you set goals or intentions for yourself yearly of things that you hope to achieve? Absolutely. Uh, particularly 2020, I think it's been uh, quite a revelation for many of us. So yeah. I know for me personally, financial, I wanted to put myself in a better position in regards to really being ready in case a sudden shift or emergency type yes. situation comes upon us. So that was one of the emphasis that I had for 2021. It actually started right before the end of last year, but I wanted to have that momentum going into this year in regards to just really assessing the debt that I have, finding ways to be consistent in removing those. Also wanted more credit availability, increasing those limits. So in the case that I need to have some type of reserve, not just having my savings, but also having 
getting some credit that I can rely on as well that I can tap into if needed, of course. Um, those were kind of the financial goals that I have for this year. Unfortunately, I've been able to already have some good progress in those areas. Also, just looking for new opportunities to explore in regards to investing, maybe a potential new business opportunity, just really saying, oh, instead of talking about it, but really being about it, really yep. seeking it out. Also, one of the other things I had to do is I can be a bit overly ambitious at times in regards to all the things I want to do. Uh, I'm, I'm being a little bit more realistic this year in relation to saying, hey, you know, I know I always come up with ideas and things I'm interested in and things I want to do, but just being a little bit more strategic in regards to uh, focusing maybe on a few things instead of 10 things, because, you know, when you sometimes focus on 10 things, nothing gets completed 100%. So I said, let me let me kind of be a little bit more realistic in regards to what I'm trying to achieve. Uh, and not be so stretchy, so to speak, in regards to my goals. So I kind of narrowed those things down. Um, also, in regards to the show, what I wanted to do was increase our visibility and exposure in regards to Primetime Power Show and Primetime Power Radio. So it's been my mission, particularly this year, to get us on more platforms than we are. And we've actually been added to a couple uh, radio apps and, and new media outlets. So that was one of the things that I really wanted to concentrate on, um, you know, particularly in these times where audio and podcasts and radio shows are very very popular now and yeah. you know you definitely want to take advantage of the the time and ride that wave so to speak and we've been doing it for quite some time but we always want to be open and receptive to as many media outlets as possible and that will give us some visibility to for hopefully people will tune in not only live but you know they can check out the shows that are available on podcasts etc and just from a personal standpoint just trying to focus on you know day in and day out be as productive and as efficient as I can I, I don't like to waste a lot of time but I do understand that you got to have the balance that's one of the things I had to learn because I think I, I'm more on the work side of things than, <laughs> yeah. than, than you know learning that I can actually enjoy my personal time outside of just doing work. So those are the, the key things that I, I focus on. And, you know, all those things are still in progress. Um, and, you know, I could be a little bit more consistent in certain areas, but uh, that's that's definitely been my, my focal point. But for me personally, I think it's good to be able to have those things that you can concentrate on and dedicate yourself to. And as you mentioned, even with your own things that, you know, it, it takes you making sure that you're locked in, that you're focused, and that you're doing the action that, that you say that you want to do. Yes, yes. Just standing behind that word and, and showing, you know, levels of integrity there, you know. Definitely. That's really down to. So thank you so much, Derek, for sharing, and thank you for allowing me to share my experiences with Primetime Radio. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Tiffany. What we're going to do at this time, we're going to take a break right here on the Primetime Power Show, live on Primetime Power Radio. Coming up next is our next segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. We're going to talk to Dr. Williams in regards to her Primetime Power Show experience, and she's going to share her segment thereafter as well. So we'll be right back right here on the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio.
Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to transition to the next segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. Before you start, Christina, just wanted you to share uh, your moments, your your origins of the Primetime Power Show and your experience throughout. Um, you joined us in October 2018, so you've been with us for quite some time. So it'd be interesting to hear your perspective. Well, first of all, good evening, everyone. I am excited to be back from being on vacation. And you know what? That that question or, or going back on some of that stuff is a little bittersweet for me right now. Um, uh, however, I went from, it, it's, it's interesting when you go from being a guest Yes. To being a host. And so um, I think my idea when I was a guest was that, oh, this is just an easy thing to do. Just kind of, you know, talk about whatever. Uh, But the topic was already set when I was a guest. And so um, I think that the reason why I uh, came on the show as a host was because of the late um, earthquake um, and the fact that he kind of talked me into no, <laughs> you need to do it on a regular basis. Yep, you know. Um, and so I, I believe that when I when I first came on, I was like, I don't know, I don't know about this here. And then of course I was the only female. I'm at that particular time. And so it's hard when you have three males and the only female and you're and you're and the title of your um, segment is from a woman's perspective. And of course, Earthquake always challenged that. And, and so did you always challenge that. But it has been a great experience for me because I'm always a thinker. And so I think that this put things in perspective for me to be able to discuss things uh, from my perspective or for what I think a woman's perspective is and what that means. And so I'm excited about it. I can see the difference from the first days that I started to now. And um, I think I miss um, being in the studio, I don't know what that's going to feel like without Earthquake because, you know, we fed off of each other yep. and he kind of helped me uh, through that. So I'm not quite sure what that's going to look like when we get back into the studio. But in any case, you guys have been um, like family, you have been encouraging, you have been nailing some uh, some uh, nails into some of the things that um, I needed to improve on and some of the things that I was doing great. So I appreciate you guys. I really do. Thank you so much. And we'll, we'll let you resume your segment. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Now, guys, listen, I think this might be um, kind of bittersweet. It might be fun. And then it might not be so fun what my topic is um, this evening. And everybody knows that I am, my profession is a bereavement care. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, this post-vacation blues. Um, I went on vacation. If anyone didn't notice, I wasn't here last Thursday. Um, but in any case, um, I was excited to go on vacation. Every year I go on vacation with my uh, with my family, my daughter and her uh, baby girl. And so this time we were staying at an Airbnb instead of staying at a hotel room, which is a whole different situation, a whole different uh, category of vacationing. So I was excited about that. Um, and so in preparing for it, um, I didn't take it that serious. I thought that, you know, well, listen, all I have to do is add this and add that. But it's actually different from staying in a hotel room in an Airbnb because you have to bring all your essentials, you know, like your sheets and your towels and all that kind of stuff with you. And so, um, but in any case, it was going to be a break from the regular routine. And I think mentally and psychologically, it was going to be a big boost for me uh, to do this. 
So we went on the vacation. We had a good time on the vacation. So you know when you go on a vacation, you have to prepare to go. And then you have to get there. And then once you get there, you immediately start thinking about when you have to pack the leave. So you start counting the days. Now, you already know how many days and nights you're going to be there. But once you get to relax on your first day of vacation, you get to say, well, darn, how many more days I have? I have one, two, three, four. And each day seems like it's shorter than the day before. And so before you know it, you're on the last day of your vacation and now you have to pack up everything. And then the realities kind of sets in that you're going to go back uh, from this uh, escape to reality. And depending on what reality it looks like when you get to um, uh, the end of your vacation. So there are some symptoms to look for. And I wanted people to do this because the... um, the aspiration of trying to figure out, you know, you have to be at the airport at a certain time or you have to drive a certain time. What is the traffic going to be like in the tolls? And then when you get home, it's going to be the same way. I have to get groceries. I have to do all that kind of stuff becomes depressing. And so we don't recognize that until we're in it, we're at home and reality sets in that guess what? All this stuff I have to do I need another vacation from the vacation that I had. And so this time, um, I think for me, when I came back, before I left, I had made sure that I changed the linen on my sheets and uh, did all these things, making sure I had some cold stuff to drink when I got in, knowing that, excuse me, that the food was going to be limited and all that. So I realized that I was going to have to still eat out. So the reality of, I just want everybody to know, I still didn't get groceries. So this is a week later and I'm still not where I should be in terms of caring for my mom and caring for the house. The vacations are very beneficial to me, uh, especially when it is, uh, when we talk about medical and physical health, because if you don't know it, when you go on vacation, usually your blood pressure goes down. You go into a relaxed mode. You can do whatever it is you want to do. You don't have any email. You try not to read your emails and do all these kind of things. It's really good. But unfortunately, the good feeling starts to disappear before your vacation time is over. And I don't even think we know that. I think that we kind of just transition into it automatically. So on vacations, we get we get the chance to let go of daily stressors. Our blood pressure drops. We concentr- our concentration improves. We sleep more deeply and more aware of our emotions and thoughts. So, you know, you, sometimes you come back and you like you don't have to go away. Even if you're on vacation from your daily routine, when you come back, you'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that because I know in this segment before uh, my uh, step um you guys are talking about goals and things like that. And so you you set new goals. You, you tend to do those things. However, there's some things that you can do so that you won't get into the dispress- this depressing state that um, uh, before your vacation is over. So one of the things I did say to you is that I do clean my linen. I spray it and do all that because even though when you go out and you're into a nice comfortable bed, there's nothing better than sleeping in your own bed, especially when you've been away for a certain amount of time. Now you might complain about it all the other times, but that first night home, it feels wonderful. So I did that. But at the end of the vacation, it can cause anxiety. 
And I just named some of the things. How are you going to get back home? What's going to do going on? Is the mail picked up? Did they water my flowers for me? What is the animals doing? So forth and so on. And what is my regular, what is going on at work? And how, what happened when I was gone? And how am I going to fit back in? And how am I going to get these deadlines together? But at the end of vacation, because we know it causes anxiety, um, and, and some of the reasons why I know that it causes um, anxiety is because it's the end of freedom and fun a, as we know it. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, when I go on vacation, I'm not going to have to do this. I don't have to do that. I don't have to, I don't have to make my bed. I don't have to cook no food. I don't have to do all these things. And so the night before it's time to leave, then you start thinking about, I'm going to have, my freedom is going to be gone. And so is the fun, right? So you think about, oh, I have to return back to my daily grind. And I'm, so one of the things that I think that is best, one of the things that I do, I plan small vacations after my main vacation. And so what I do is like, I might take a day in New York or I might plan to, um, I'm, I'm going to Cancun in November. Not for a whole vacation week, but I'm just going. It could be a long weekend. So what it does, it breaks up the anxiety and it breaks up the daily grind that I'm in every day. Uh, And so I don't get so depressed about uh, some of the things that I do. And so I just I just wanted to let people know that these are some of the things that I just fell into when I came off of my vacation, even to the point where I said, you know what, I got to do the show on Thursday. I never even thought about a topic. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so, you know, I said, well, you know, the topic can be that I forgot about the topic that I needed to have. And then I said, no, Chris, listen, you have to come. You're going to have to uh, come up with something. But it was nothing any better than understanding that we can go into a perpetual state of grief during uh, and at the end of our vacations. And it's always good to recognize the fact that you are transitioning from this no, this no stress place back to your regular routine or back to your realities. And so, and because of that, there are things that can be done. It's the same thing as in, in grief. It's the same thing because even before you going to go on vacation, you have this grief just to prepare for vacation. Isn't that right? Even though you know you're going to have a good time doing vacation, you have to prepare to go on vacation. And that can cause anxiety. Then you go on vacation and a couple days in, you start automatically thinking about the end of your vacation and what are the things that you have to do. And then you have to start preparing for the end of your vacation and what's going to happen to even get to your destination at home and what's going to happen when you get home and getting into the grind. So if we can kind of think of different ways uh, to do the same things that we have been doing, but do it in different ways. Uh, I think about those things um, probably the day before or the uh, the day before you're getting ready to come home that will relax some of the anxiety. So I don't want to be long. I just wanted to share that with you. I wanted you to uh, make sure that you always care for yourself, always encourage yourself in terms of uh, the things, what's going to be next on your platform, because I'm retired, but yet I'm not retired because I have 
a whole schedule of things that I need to do, uh, especially when being involved with the community and being involved with best for uh, my family because I'm a caregiver for my mom. And so it is it's really important for me and I think for you, because this day and time with Corona, I think we're excited about thinking that we can go out and do whatever we can do, whatever we want to do, and yet find out when we come back that the numbers went up again and that we are at the same restrictions. And so it finds, we find ourselves back into the grieving process again uh, where we left off. And so it is really important that we make sure that we look for the future, we look to those goals and try to make little steps towards those goals um, after vacation and always plan your next vacation before you even complete the vacation that you're on. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that's actually a, a nice formula. I never thought about it like that. Yes. So I want you I want you guys to do that. You know, I know everybody is excited about the Eagles, but I am really excited about don't the do Cowboys. It. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I warned you before. Point. Don't I, do it. Go Bucks. I have a little Go Bucks bit of tonight. anxiety. A little bit of anxiety. <laughs> I also want <laughs> I also want everybody to know that um the fifty first ward is um, now has an RCO and the RCO is um, in the process right now to engage communities of Southwest Philadelphia in a large project, uh, the 5,000 block of Warrington Avenue. Um, and that uh, if they would look on my page and uh, to find out that they are welcome to the Zoom where they can have questions on uh, gentrification, they have questions for the developers of the project and that their voices will be heard. So it's important for our community to know that their voices are heard in what goes on in their community. We have been overlooked for so long and now we have fight, fought for a platform for our communities that live in the area that is going to be affected by the developments that are going on in our community, not just Southwest Philadelphia, but Philadelphia as a whole is going through a transition and, com and community folks need to be involved in the transition. Don't just sit there and then say, well, what is that building that's being uh, built two doors from me? Be involved. I want you to encourage you to be involved in your community and your neighborhoods to figure out what is best for it and what changes you would like and what changes you don't like. So with that being said, I want to say good night to you. I have something very important to do not too long from now that Derek is a hater of. Mm. So I just want everybody to so I want to say good night. And until next week, I just want you to take care of yourself, take care of your family and take care of your community. You will always be the better for it. Good night. This is yours truly, Dr. Christina Williams, from a woman's perspective on the Primetime Power Show. Good night. Thank you so much, Dr. Williams. What we're going to do at this time, we're going to take a break right here on the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio. And on the other side, we're going to transition to the final segment of the evening, The Place of Decision, with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. We'll also catch up with him and talk about his Primetime Power Show experience as well. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. At this time, we're going to transition to the final segment of the evening, The Place of Decision with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. So, Pastor Pendleton, before you start with your segment, you've been with us since the beginning with the Primetime Power Show, and I thought it would be fitting if you could just share your experience from 2014 all the way up to tonight. Well, I tell you what, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was thinking about how much of a blessing just being invited to be a host on this show because it, it helps to fulfill a big part of a dream that I have to encourage others. As you know, that I, I love teaching the scriptures and, and yet I believe that the Bible encourages us to be able to take this message of hope to all the world and it's like let's be real where do you know when can i travel across the globe to share but by means of radio this is a way to carry the word of encouragement uh to many many listeners and i told you you know i had gotten a text uh from a pastor that had heard me in pakistan and you know and i said to myself i never would imagine that someone that far on the other side of the hemisphere would have gotten a word of encouragement and would call me and just say, Hey, I'm a pastor and I thank you. And I just ask that you would pray for me and my family, you know? So the primetime power show to me was, was really from its exception, just the way it came, you know, God just seemed to have opened up the door. Not only did he open up the door for myself, Reverend May, uh, Paul, Craig Moore, Reverend Moore, we were the, the first, you know, three that, that originated with the show, but just, just God just provided everything that we needed. The, the knowledge and experience from Reverend May to be able to take the show from where we started to to what it is today. And so as far as I'm concerned, this this has been just um, a dream to be a part of something as unique, something that gives me the opportunity to encourage other people. And, and it gives me a chance to just reach a wide forum of people and topics, because, as you know, I, I'm a licensed therapist and every once in a while I get a chance to you know, maybe share some counseling tips, you know, and I've been teaching the Bible for quite a while. I may have a chance to, uh, you know, to share some, some, just some biblical truth that, that God has, has allowed me to, to grab a hold of, or, or even a Sunday message, sometimes to recap a message that I believe may be a means to help others. And so I just, I just, you know, we're going to never know how many people we've encouraged, you know, in the big scheme, but all I can say is, being a part of the primetime power show has been a godsend because, again, it gives me the capability and, and the opportunity to to be close to also my, my brothers, Reverend May and, you know, Paul, and, you know, especially before COVID coming together every week for that fellowship was just it, it made the show yeah. so fun and exciting. You know, we came together and we. We fellowship with one another and, you know, we, we, we used to rail Reverend Moore because, you know, <laughs> he always made promises and we railed him to fulfill your cheesesteak promise, man, you know. Only two but years it, it took, right? <laughs> and listen, it took many years <laughs> for for that man to come clean with, with the cheesesteak deal that he, you know, he made us. But, but you know, the, the, the joy of it was the, not only do I get a chance to minister, but it, it is the camaraderie that that has come out of this with with my not just my friends but my brothers you know paul moore we love him and he's still a part of us and and reverend may you know we've become colleagues and friends and brothers in this thing and you know one beautiful thing about it is the harmony that has 
had has developed, you know, because we reckon we recognize and respect each other's level of authority. And Reverend May, he's look, he's the engineer. He's he's the mastermind. And so, you know, we 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 we, we count on him to kind of help push us in the technological side. But we work together as a team and it's just it's been a great fellowship and something that we just continue to hope that the primetime power show has made a difference in your life. That's that's really what our dream is. We have four different, you know, segments and each segment has a has a different level of encouragement that's designed and it gives us a wide range. So that's kind of what I really want to kind of leave you with is that I hope that the Primetime Power Show in one of its four forums has made a difference in your life. Thanks so much, Pastor Penn, and looking forward to your segment at this time. Thank you. Well, um, I want to talk about um, a passage of scripture that was a very familiar passage in in the life of King David. And and I want to talk about a heart that longs for God. You know, what what is it what does it mean to long for the Lord? And 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 I believe that we're in a day in which when I talk about the sifting of the church, I'm not saying God throws one church up and down, throws the other down, but I just believe that God is is refining his church. You know, the strength of the church is not our ability to make music and do all the programs. That stuff is fine and well. That's the that's the structural component. But the true church is made up of a of a bunch of men and women and boys and girls who love God and have a heart that longs for him. And and so, you know, uh kind of to piggyback on what I had said earlier, you know, what good does it do for us to do all this busy Christian work and it doesn't result in a person's heart being drawn to God? And so I just want to kind of encourage you tonight with these words, because I, I as I've been praying, I'm like, you know, this is this was actually a quick recap of a message that I did this Sunday. But, it, you know, when I thought about you know, the impact that it could have in your life and in my life. I said, man, I want to share this again. And actually, I had another series that I wanted to bring. And, I, and Lord willing, if, uh, if he permits me, I want to help. I want to help those of you who um, who feel the call to counsel others. You may not be able to do it in a professional manner, but even as a as a lay brother or sister a Christian, you know, a Christian friend, a neighbor, man, I want to give you some tips next starting next week on how you can be a, an encouragement to others in in informal counseling. Now, whether you're informal or formal, the tips that I give you is going to help you to be able to be a blessing to help others to bear their uh, burden. All right. So listen, let me let me start off by reading Psalm 44, 42, verse one and two. And this was one of the great Psalms that talked about the great King David. It says, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I appear, come and appear before him? Now, you know, David was in exile many times. You look in the Bible, you find that King Saul pursued him. How about this? Could you imagine the prophet coming to David and anointing him to be the king of Israel? But he here he finds himself in exile, running, you know, running as a as a political prisoner, evading his life. Saul was after him, and 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 yet you you find that as God began to establish David, the one thing that stood out in his life was that this man had a deep love for God. So much the more that I was, I, I was I listened to another pastor recall the story about when David, you know, danced before the Lord and how his wife, Mikael, uh, you know, it, her, it's, it's spelled Michael, but Mikael, but how she was so embarrassed, the, the daughter of King Saul. 
And she was so embarrassed, kind of like her her father, you know, in many ways. But but she was too dignified to 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 be a part of David's public praise of God. But they, David took off his royal robe and showed that he loved God. Right. So why am I saying all this? Because I believe that there are some things out of this story that we can glean. You know, David was in exile, but his long his heart and his he longed to be back in the house of the Lord. He longed to be in a place of fellowship where he could worship and praise God. And so he says, as a deer, deer pants for water. And you know, when a deer is running and, you know, deers get thirsty and they get through grazing and they, they thirst for water. And that's how the, you know, the alligators get them because looking at any price, they have to go down there and get a drink. But he said his soul thirst for God. So if you could imagine what it's like to have a longing for God in your heart. And so here, I, I want to just kind of start off by just saying, you know, we, we do spend a lot of time pursuing and chasing after many things in our life, you know, and, and let's be honest, every one of us have, have been at a point in our life where we've pursued our own interests. And listen, even to this day, people are trying to find happiness and the meaning of life. They're chasing after it. Listen, People chased after their own interests. They're trying to find happiness. They're trying to find the meaning of life. Listen, they're doing it in so many different ways. Let me give you a couple of examples. If you've ever talked to somebody who's always in love, there are some people who actually pursue love. They're trying to find true love and they go after relationship after relationship. And let me say this to clear this up. Just because somebody's been in a lot of relationship, don't make them a loose person. Don't make them anymore. People pursue, a lot of times, people pursue relationships because there's something inside of them that they need this void to be closed in their heart. They, they have a void, a vacuum. They need to be loved. They want to be loved. They want to love somebody. And there are people who find all through their life in and out of relationship because they're trying to find true love. There's there's some people who who find themselves chasing after dreams. Now let me let me clear this up. Listen, my grandmother was amazing because when I grew up, now look y'all, they came from the old days of the number writers, and you know the only way that you can hit a number is when somebody get a dream, and she had a dream book. And whenever she had somebody had a dream, my grandmother knew that book from the back of her hand. She would say, hey, you dreamt about a, a black cat crossing a ladder. The number is 647. And listen, she knew that dream book. And listen, she played that book, y'all. And, and, and listen, I can't say how many times they hit from it, but apparently somebody must have been hitting something because they kept coming to her and they would call her and they would even pay her you know, to, to help them get their dream, right? Some people chase after status. There are some people who they got to reach the top of the promotional ladder and that's what they're pursued in life. Listen, I'm going to be a VP if, if it kills me. And, and they go through endless, endless pursuits because status in life is everything to them. Some people chase after material possessions. Listen, they, they, they're going to have the biggest house. They're going to have the most expensive car. They, they, they're going to have all name brands. Listen, listen, I, I knew someone that had, had told, shared it with me about a, a person in a particular profession. I ain't going to say what it was, but his house was so expensive that the only thing he could afford to eat for lunch. Now, you know, most of us try to budget. We don't always eat out every day when I go to work. Sometimes, you know, you you, you splurge and get a little sandwich here and there. But the fellow was, you know, listen, his thing was to have this signature house 
And it was costing him everything he had. I worked with this guy, y'all. He had two full-time jobs. And he came to me and said, Lee, he said, I got two full-time jobs. I used to work night shift at this time. And he worked nights with me. And when he slept through the night while we were all working, but he found a way to get his nap in. But he would go to his daytime job. He So he had a full-time night job and a full-time day job. And he told me, he says, Lee, my house costs over half a million dollars. I, my, I, I, I got a brand new sports car. I bought my wife a brand new car. And that's how he lived. Listen, some people chase after materials. That, that's just what's in them. Some people chase after pleasure. Listen, their model of life is to eat, drink, and be merry. For tomorrow, I'm going to do it all over again. That's their model. Listen, y'all know I'm talking the truth. There's some people who, listen, there's some people who enjoy seeking for pleasure and adventure. They don't even plan vacations. They just go. I knew a guy who, listen, y'all, I'm telling you, I've been around long enough where I met a lot of people. And one guy told me, he says, listen, man, when I go on vacation, I used to just decide at the spur of the moment, I'm going to Germany. He wouldn't even have a hotel. You know what he would do? He would find a family to take him in because a lot of times foreigners are very hospitable. And he told me that he found a family that took him in, but he must have overstayed his welcome because he said one day he came back from like sightseeing and all of his stuff was out on the front lawn. They threw his goods out. But but my point is some people are just pleasure seekers. Man, they, they're going to have fun. They're going to do this thing. And that's all they want. But now, let me say this. The end pursuit of that really ends up, you know, listen, all right, let me, let me clear this up. That's all fine and well. We all chase something. But the end of these pursuits usually end up with emptiness. You know why? Because there's a part of us that only God can satisfy. There's a longing in our soul that can't be satisfied with places and friends and people and things and dreams and financials. There's a part of us that only God can satisfy. And you know what? And then there's a longing that's in our souls for him. And the dangerous thing about it is to misrepresent what that longing is. Some of us, instead of drawing near to God and finding out who he is and what he desires and to let him satisfy the longing in our hearts, we pursue things. But unlike King David, he looked back on his over the days of his life and he longed for the days of his first love and he longed to renew that fellowship that he had with God. You know, that's amazing when you can look back and remember how it used to be. I know many of us can remember how it used to be when we first became a Christian. It was easy to read the Bible. It was easy to pray. It was easy to listen. It was easy to witness to others. It was easy to go to church. It was easy because we had the sense of freshness and newness and life seemed so bright and beautiful. But you know what? We begin to slip and we begin to drift away from that first love. And so so we need to be like David. We need to begin to have a heart that will long after God. You know what? I'm telling you, when we get to that place where our heart, our longing for God becomes satisfied. That's when life really begins. Solomon found that out. He was the richest man in all of the earth. And listen, he found out that all of the riches, all of the women, all of the things only bring us to a place of emptiness unless God satisfies the longing in our souls. Okay. So uh, let me, let me share this. Why is all this important? First of all, 
I want you to know tonight that God is the one that searches the hearts of every believer. He goes, listen, God looks at everybody's heart, every true believer. He looks at your heart and he looks at my heart. And guess why he looks at our heart? To see if there's a desire to worship him, to see if there's a longing for him, to see if there's a desire to fellowship with him, to see if there's anyone who's willing to be devoted to him. He's looking for that. And you know what? That's why I'm saying, y'all, don't don't get messed up when you go to church. Now, let me let me clear this up. Don't get messed up when you go to church just because everybody else is shouting. Right. You go to church sometimes and sometimes some churches are having such a good time. They make you feel out of place. They make you feel like, man, something wrong. I mean, you know, I, I used to sit in church and, you know, I watch people get up and start running around the whole building, you know, running in circles. And I'm saying to myself, why can't I do that? How come I don't feel like doing that? Something must be wrong with me. Or people jump up and and, and, and you know, they. They have an emotional thing for 15, 20 minutes. Then they get into this dance. And I say to myself, well, how come how come I don't how come I don't get that frenzy to dance like that? Well, you know what I found out that 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 sometimes religion will drive us to do a whole lot of things. I don't know what's in other people's heart, but you know what I come to find out that you, it, all of that stuff is fine and well. But if you don't have a heart that's devoted to God, it doesn't mean anything. I understand it now, and I didn't understand it in my early Christian days, how I longed to stand up and to be able to stand up in front of the church and, and have somebody touch me and I fall down and, you know, and, and, and all the things that people do. And, and, and so my point is don't get caught up in just being religious. God doesn't want religion. He wants a relationship. He wants, he wants us to draw near to him in heartfelt devotion. How do I know that? Listen what the Bible says. John chapter 4, verse 23 and 4. These were the words of Jesus when he talked to the Samaritan woman. He said, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Listen to this now. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. There it is right there. You see where it says, for the father is seeking such to worship him. That's it right there. God is looking for true worshipers. He's looking for those who will have a heart that is drawn to him, a heart that will be devoted to him. And you know, the beautiful thing about it is something that we choose to do. Drawing near to God is not something that just hits you like lightning. See, people kind of give us a wrong impression. You sit in church and all of a sudden they, they act like the Holy Ghost hit you, just hit you all of a sudden and you just start losing everything. Well, the Holy Ghost don't just hit you like that. He's already in you. He's already in you and he de he desires to have preeminence and control over us. Now, that doesn't mean now. Listen, li listen, y'all. I'm saying this now from a counselor's point of view. There's nothing wrong with shouting and praising because King David was the he was excited. But listen, different personalities, different temperaments preclude to different emotional reactions. And please understand that where if one, you know, one type of personality is expressive, they're external, easy to shout. Easy. You've been around people that 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 you've seen commercials like the sometimes the AT&T commercial where the two sisters on the phone and and they're one is just going all out, you know, yes, sister, you know, and I mean, she's excited and the other one is just listening. Right. There's some people that are just like that. They're, they're that's their temperament. They're prone for excitement. They're the life of a party. Listen, y'all, they're loud. 
they're rowdy and don't get a couple drinks in you because you really going to see them come out of their skin. But that's who they are. Right. They're not phony. They're not. They don't put on. That's who they are. But then you get the other type of personality where you may not be an external kind of person. You may be quiet and withdrawn, but in your heart, your heart is is like a volcano ready to explode. You've been around people like that. They don't shout and scream normally, but when they do, you know something's going on on the inside of them. And so sometimes we we mis we misinterpret temperament for what's really going on inside of us. Temperament doesn't really determine what's really happening. We we are we are motivated sometimes by our environment. But my point is this: you choose to devote yourself to God. You choose to draw near to Him. You choose to exercise love you choose to to do what jesus said for the true for god remember i said for the father is seeking such to worship him and so you choose to do it all right so let me give you one other thought before we take a, a quick break i kind of just unfolded it it's our responsibility it's my responsibility and it's your responsibility to draw close to god how about that god does his part and he knows his part but it's our responsibility to pursue a deeper relationship with the Lord. And it's got to be an act of your own free will. And that's what makes us different than the angels. They were created for worship. We were created to love God, but we were given uh, 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 the attributes of God. We've been given emotions and intellect and, and will and determination. And the image of God has been placed in men and women so that we can be like him and, and we can choose to love him. And so let, let me let me put it to you another way. In any relationship, it, it, whether you're dating or you're or you're married, it, it is your responsibility to get close to your your significant other or your spouse. It's your responsibility. If you're dating, it's your responsibility sometimes. And sometimes you might hear partners say, How come I always have to pursue you? You don't call me, you don't take me out nowhere, you know. I'm the one to do all the calling. And I'm the one to set all the dates. And and, and so it, 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 it's a mutual thing where it's both persons responsibility to pursue the relationship. It's, it's both people persons responsibility to disclose their true self, to tell what really what they're really like and to to show affection and and, and, and it's your responsibility. For instance, your partner shouldn't have to try to figure out if you love them. You have to be the one to tell them. Listen, listen, guys, don't let the woman have to try to figure out if you love her. She probably have already said it to you. If y'all listen tonight, you're dating somebody and 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 they're wondering, why hasn't he told me that he loves me yet? Don't make them figure it out. You have to pursue the relationship. And a part of pursuing the relationship is getting to the point where you tell that significant other, hey, we've been seeing each other for a while. This is how I really feel about you. You see what I'm saying? So even in our natural relationships, there's a drawing near to each other that we have to be the one to pursue and initiate. Now, why do I say that it's our responsibility to get close to God? Because Isaiah 55 Listen to what it says, six and seven. 55 verse six and seven says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Now that's a call to, to the nation of Israel to turn back to God. 
But you notice in the opening verse, seek the Lord while he may be found. So in other words, man, you got to pursue the Lord. You've got to pursue closeness. You've got to pursue uh, a relationship with him. That's your responsibility. And so God is looking for those who will draw near to him in devotion and worship and praise and honor. But remember, it's your responsibility to reach out to God. And let me say this. The Bible reminds us if you reach out to God, he will reach out to you. The, the Bible tells us that, right? Okay, listen, we'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side. I'm going to just give you a couple extra thoughts just to help us to understand the importance of what it means to have a heart that longs for God. Okay? All right, you're hearing from your friend, Pastor Ben, here on the Primetime Power Show. Got to take a break, but we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. We're going to resume with the segment, The Place of Decision, with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. Okay, so um, what I want to do on this this side of the show, I want to sort of give you um, some information to help you to see what what is what is the benefit of you and I pursuing. I didn't give you that earlier because I want to show you that, the, listen, there are some present and future benefits that directly affect our lives when we pursue a personal relationship with God. So let me let me start by saying this. And some of this I can say from my own personal experience as, as I've been a Christian for a long, long time. And, I, and I've had to exercise the very things I'm saying where I felt that there have been times in my life when I've been working shift work and so busy and trying to find a balance between family and ministry and working and just so many other pursuits that I've had to turn my heart in God's direction many times. Sometimes you can just be so busy that you could be doing the right thing and still be drawn away from God because your focus is on being busy. But l let me just say this. One of the most important things that will happen as we draw near to God in, in a heart of devotion and love and fellowship is that it, it will, it will, we will experience God in a personal way. Now, now I hope that helps somebody tonight because I know you've heard people say before, God, where are you? You know, I feel so alone in my life and, 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 and I pray and it don't seem like God is listening to me. Well, God always hears our prayers, but when we draw near to God, you know, in, in, in faith and in and in and in freedom of will, it changes our relationship. It causes us to be able to see God in a personal manner, just like in. Listen, y'all, just like dating, I have to use things that I think help us to get a good picture. When you see a young lady and you're attracted to her, well, from the time you're attracted, it, it's just an an object. She's just an object of your emotions. There's no relationship. There's no exchange of information. There's no exchange of affection. There's no exchange of commitment. Not until the relationship begins to develop. And when that relationship with God begins to develop, you're going to experience him in a, in a traumatic way. So let me show you why. The first thing is this. You're going to experience the knowledge of God. Well, what do you mean by that? What you know about a person really 
reveals a lot about the relationship. The more you get to know somebody, the more the closer you become to them, the more you understand about them, the more you're able to trust them. So it is with God. When you begin to open up the authority of the word of God and you begin to experience God, I'm telling you what you begin to learn about God will change your relationship with him. You won't he won't be some animate inanimate object. He won't just be a figure in the Bible. He won't be some some distant object, but he's going to be a personal friend. He's going to be personal. You know why? Because you've known you are getting to know some things about him that is changing the relationship. When God has answered your prayers, guess what that does? It makes me the know now that I have a heavenly father who listens to me. You, you see how it changes the dynamic of my relationship with him? So <clears throat> we we got to get to know God in an experiential way. We've got to get to know him in, in, in knowledge and truth. And when we open up the revelation of scripture, it begins to under it begins to give us <clears throat> a clear understanding of who God is. Moses understood it. He saw the fire burning on Horeb. He had to go see for himself what was this thing, this fire that seemed to be burning every night, but never going out. A goat couldn't have went all the way up Mount Horeb. It takes several days to climb to the top. A goat couldn't get up there and start a fire and, and got warm. And certainly nobody to their knowledge have ever gone on the top of the mountain because it quaked and the sound of the thunder from God's presence, you know. And But Moses went up there and there God spoke to him out of the midst of the burning bush. And there it was on Mount Horeb that God revealed his glory to Moses. Moses walked down the mountain a different man because he down experienced the knowledge of God that brought him into this relationship. The other thing is this. You're going to experience God's power and, and, and his intervention in your experiences. Listen, y'all, I'm, I'm telling you, and I can't, I don't have time to go over it tonight. I've got countless personal experiences where God has stepped in and intervened in my life. And I've shared some of those stories before, but one day maybe I'll get a chance to share in a, in a more conducive manner when I have time. But I'm telling you, when I've drawn near to God, I've experienced and witnessed the power of God in the circumstances of my life. And you will experience him, too, because God is present. He's right there with you and he'll move in your situation. The other thing you, you, you find out is that you're going to experience his deliverance in times of trouble. And when I say times of trouble, listen, y'all, we're going to have trouble and difficulty in our life. And I shared this before, you know what it's like to get a phone call Sunday night. Don't come to work because the job has closed down. You know, we heard a rumor of a place that I worked. We heard the rumor that the company was going to go fold under, but that they were trying to start creating new schools on the side. They didn't invite any of us, but nevertheless got the word that the, you know, that was just traumatic to hear. That's your livelihood. That's your 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 mortgage payment. That's your 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 children's medical coverage, and it's everything that you 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 build your life on. But just to know that God stepped in and provided me with a better job than I, I'm doing better now than I did then because God has provided. But my point is. You begin to experience the intervention of God in your life. When you draw near to God, you experience his deliverance in your life. And yes, he will deliver us because the Bible says in Psalm 34, 18 and 19, the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Many of the afflictions of the righteous 
but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Okay. Here's another thing. Listen, you're going to, you're going to experience God's direction in your life. You'll find that God will direct your footsteps. Sometimes we don't know the way to go. And some of y'all listening tonight, you know, for yourself that the only reason that you're where you are is because God led you there. That's how this show started. Listen, me, Reverend Maine, Reverend Moore, we just happened to have been at the right place at the right time in God's will. And he brought that show opportunity right in our laps. We weren't looking for uh, to go out and spend thousands of dollars on a radio program, but it came to us. You know why? Because the Bible tells us that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And so when you walk with God in a personal way, God will step in. And you know what else I found out? How about this? You know, remember I said in the beginning how we all build our life around certain things we seek after. Remember I said that in the beginning, how we we, we all chase after things. We all pursue uh, and chase after our own interests and, and, and to find happiness and the meaning of life. Remember I said that? Well, listen, God understands that. He understands that there's a part of us that still seek after satisfaction. And you know what I found out? That God will begin to satisfy your life and fill you with his blessings. Listen, y'all, I'm telling you, this is true. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse nine, for he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. I'm telling you, you know what's amazing? When I was a kid growing up, all of the stuff that I couldn't have as a kid because we were poor, I look over the years of my life and everything that I ever wanted that, that God, you know, God has blessed me with. You know, when when I was a young fellow growing up, you know, I used to play the guitar. And my first guitar, mom saved up a little $30 and gave it to me. I went to the pawn shop and bought a little $30 guitar. Never could afford to buy a real one. Never could afford to buy a real amplifier. And never. Could. And now I look at the things that I go and buy. Sometimes I feel ashamed. I'm like, man, look at this. Why you go out and buy that? You don't really need this thing, you know. But my point is that I found out in my life that God does want us to have satisfaction. He wants us to enjoy life. Sometimes you have your heart set on a certain trip and you know you can't go because the money ain't right. But then all of a sudden, somehow the money comes in the fall in the place. You find yourself traveling somewhere where you always just wanted to go and just it made history in your life. You know why? He satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. And then finally, listen, you're going to experience the closeness of God. He'll be at your side. At all times, that's how I know that because the Bible says draw near to God. It's James 4, 8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. But I, I really want to just say the first part of the verse because I'm not fussing with anybody. He says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Okay, listen, so you, you know what it means to draw near. It means to get close to God. And if you get close to God, James reminds us tonight that God himself will come close to you. All right. So listen, I hope that this struck a spark in your heart to push you in God's direction. And I hope that these words tonight cause you to begin to long for God, because I guarantee you there's no better place to be in life than to be in a place where you long for the living God. All right. Listen, can't give you any more than what I've given you, given you tonight. But may God bless you in your pursuit to seek after God. And just remember. A heart that longs for God will never be disappointed. All right. Okay. I'm going to turn it over now to our engineer, Reverend May, but may God continue to bless you and may you continue to have a heart that longs for God here on the Primetime Power Show.
Thank you so much, Slayer. What we're going to do at this time, we're going to take a final break on the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. And on the other side, we'll share final thoughts. I'm Derek May. I'm Christina Williams. And I'm Pastor Pendleton. And you're listening to the Primetime Power Show live. It's Primetime. Primetime Power Show. Believable. It's fabulous. Are you looking for an opportunity to add your podcast, media, or radio show to Primetime Power Radio? We offer slot times to broadcast your content live on our radio station. Primetime Power Radio is available as a radio station on the TuneIn Radio app and also streams on PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Get heard by your audience and establish a presence on the radio. Just go to PrimetimePowerRadio.com and click on the Join Primetime Power Radio link to learn more. Broadcast was in you today. The Primetime Power Show can be heard on many different platforms via podcasts such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and many platforms that support the podcast feature. Just search for Primetime Power Show, add us as a favorite, and you'll receive a notification each and every time that the Primetime Power Show adds new content via podcast. So check out the Primetime Power Show via podcast today. Primetime Power Show has advertising opportunities for your business or organization. We offer radio audio commercials, image text, and audio advertising on our website and on our social media pages. Live personality endorsements as well, and much, much more. Learn more about our advertising options on our website at primetimepowershow.com slash advertise. Or you can email us a request for an advertising packet by sending it to advertise at primetimepowershow.com. Hey, be a part of the Primetime Power Show team and advertise with us. Insurance Group LLC specializes in health and life insurance services that cater to meeting your needs. The O Insurance Group LLC specializes in health insurance assistance such as Medicare education, medical advantage plans, Medicare supplement plans, prescription drug plans, dental vision, group health insurance, and the Affordable Care Act. The O Insurance Group LLC also specializes in life insurance assistance such as final expense, term life, whole life, universal life, and variable universal. Interested in getting the help you need now? For more information, call Sharita Odoms at 1-844-585-THEO or 1-844-585-8436. The O Insurance Group LLC, health and life insurance done with you in mind as we change one life, one day at a time. Are you looking for technology support that can assist you with your web, computer, and business needs? MateWorks provides professional solutions that can help you with whatever need that you have. With a wealth of experience and technical know-how, rest assured that MateWorks can deliver on fulfilling your requirements. Learn more about MateWorks by going to their website at MateWorks.com. MateWorks is also available on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So give us a call today at 484-466-5460. Once again, that's 484-466-5460 if you would like to discuss service options or if you are ready to start today. MateWorks, working for your success since 2000.
And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. want to thank you for joining us for our seventh year anniversary show, show 346. want to remind you, same time next Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Mark it on your calendar, September 16, 2021. Join us for show 347 of the Primetime Power Show live right here on Primetime Power Radio. want to give thanks to our supporter again, the O Insurance Group, LLC. They offer great services for all your health and life insurance needs give the o insurance group a call 844-584-8436 the number again 844-585-8436 or visit their website to get all the details in relation to the great services that they offer oinsurancegroup.com also the primetime power show offer advertising sponsorship opportunities right here on the primetime power show to get all the details you can just go to our website primetimepowershow.com click the advertise link on that page, you'll see our packages that we offer. We got a great special going on for only $75. Your audio commercial playing four straight weeks on the Primetime Power Show. Two plays each show, eight total plays, one at the top, one towards the end. Once again, a great advertising audio commercial special for only $75. For more info, go to PrimetimePowerShow.com. Click the advertise link and go to the page for full details. Also, the Primetime Power Show is available via podcast. Many platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the many, many platforms that support the podcast feature. Do us a favor, search for Primetime Power Show, add us as a favorite. What that will do, that will allow you to be notified in the future for all content that's available via podcast. You'll get the notification on your device. You'll be able to listen to the latest, greatest content courtesy of the Primetime Power Show. want to thank our subscribers also as well in regards to subscribing for the podcast in relation to the primetime power show and we will be uploading new content each and every week on the primetime power show via podcast psa if you have a community-based event or program you would like to relate to our audience the way you can submit it to us is by email psa at primetimepowershow.com all we ask is that you submit it by next tuesday that will give us an opportunity to review the content to approve it also get into the rotation for the next live broadcast so if you have a psa public service announcement Email us at PSA at primetimepowershow.com. We also want to encourage our listeners out there to check out our official show website, primetimepowershow.com. And while you're on the website, click on our social media badges, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please add, like, and follow us. We do post on a regular basis, and that's a good way to stay up to date in relation to the Primetime Power Show. We also want to interact with you. Please add a comment. We would love to hear how you like the show. Any ideas, suggestions, we're open and receptive to those things as well. We also got a contact page on primetimepowershow.com that you can complete if you want to submit information and feedback as well. And also, if you want to be a show guest on the Primetime Power Show, click on that contact page, fill out the form, select be a show guest. We will review the information you uh, submit to us and we will follow up with a response and hopefully we can schedule you for a future interview right here on the Primetime Power Show. So thank you once again for all your great support. Feedback at primetimepowershow.com. You can email us as well. If you want to submit it via email, we would be glad to receive it. And we promise that we will definitely respond back as well. So, hey, that's going to do it for us. Another anniversary in the books. And once again, thank you so much for checking out the Primetime Power Show right here on Primetime Power Radio. I'm Derek May, along with Tiffany Joyner, Dr. Christina Williams, and Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. And you've been listening to the Primetime Power Show, streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com, PrimetimePowerRadio.com, and featured on the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Cloud Radio apps. Thank you for joining us. Have a great week. Have a great night. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>